Rob Grimm, we believe in creating and curating an all-inclusive online library of the world's most valuable educational content from qualified working professionals. How do you feel about that? I, f- I feel good about that. I feel like you're reading that, though. You should I, have that memorized. It should just be organic. All right, out of your Rob, brain. you try and... All right, if you have it memorized, you, 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 you read it right now. Just basically, see how close you basically get. working pros have all the super secrets, and we're giving them to you. That's what we believe in. So when we set up close, right? when we set up this company, we initially said we want to we want to highlight education from working pros only, not not people that are teaching nonstop. And there's nothing wrong with that, but we wanted to focus this company yeah. on a a documentary style. It's like it's like if you took Lynda.com and then you took David Fincher and you you got him drunk them. and put him in a room and they made a baby. We would we would be the baby of that. <laughs> We're the love child. So if you enjoy of Linda super high-quality educational content from working photographers, from working retouchers, from working artists, we're the destination. We are the destination. And I think it's actually kind of cool, too, because we were born from a working commercial photo studio. So we have the perspective of the working pro. Um, and those are the people that we seek out. We know that they are going to give you the best secrets to succeed. And that's what we set out to do. I think we've done it. Do you feel like we've done it? I, we absolutely have done it. And have we recently, it? we changed the name to ProEDU and added streaming for everyone. Streaming and subscription. Don't forget that part. So every tutorial that you've ever purchased can be streamed. So right now, if you if you go to our site, buy a tutorial, you can stream it and or download it. Mm-hmm. And let's say you want to just get everything. Mm-hmm. Every You can watch every mm-hmm. single tutorial. The whole kit and caboodle, everything. You can sign up for monthly. You can sign up for yearly. It's your choice. It's all about options with ProEDU, isn't it? I mean, we're really giving people options. They can figure out what works best for them, and they can go off to the races. We're like the Netflix of photography. Oh, man. We're like Netflix and Linda and David Fincher all combined into one love child. Yeah, it's like an ugly, ugly stepchild. I don't think it's ugly at all. I think it's gorgeous. Might be the the best It's ugly in like a Gucci model way. It's like... Ugly, but kind of like hot at the same time. Mm. We're like mm. ugly Gucci. Right. Yeah. What do you th- yeah. What do you think about that? I think that's the way to go because it gives you more character. Yeah. You know? So to find out more information about our brand new platform at ProEDU.com, where should they go, Rob? To ProEDU.com. Oh, you, you were just listening. gave it away. You were listening. Good Chris, job. What do you think? I'm just sitting here and pick, pulling up daisies or something? Of course I'm listening. So go to the website if you're interested. And hit subscriptions, and that'll take you to all of the information you're going to need to know. And guess what? What? All subscribers automatically get 50% off of all post-production tools. They do not? They do. Did you say that they could do that? I did. I did. Horrible idea. We just lost a lot of money. If you're an active subscriber at ProEDU.com, use the code. 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 Should we we rename it the code? Yeah, because it's Japanese. It's like the Japanese code. Exactly. Use the code VIP at checkout, <laughs> and you'll get 50% off all post-production tools. I think you call that value-added, don't you? That's why you did it. It was value-added. Oh, look at you being smart, Gary Martin. Value something. All right, let's get, in, let's get into this next podcast. Let's, let's hear what they have to say, not us. Welcome to the Pro-EDU Podcast, where Rob and Gary talk and drink with your favorite photographers. So grab yourself a cold sarsaparilla and saddle up. In this episode, we're joined with the gentleman of gels, the magistrate of magenta, the prince of purple, the sultan of cyan, the yamen of yellow, the banger of blue, <laughs> the rainmaker of red, the god of green, the shaman of sherbet, and the cornhole of Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing so well, man. You're doing yeah. so well. Yeah. Mr. Jake Hicks. Lord Jake Hicks. Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Sir. Sir, no, Sir. Sir Jake Hicks. Sir Jake Hicks. I like that better than Lord. Sir Jake Hicks. Jake Hicks, welcome Joe back. King. When did you get fine. knighted, by the way? Well, I still it's in the post, so right. given the the British organization of every other company, another couple of decades and we'll be all you'd have to be on your knees and well not in that way. But I mean, <laughs> anyway, let's get on with the first question. <laughs> <laughs> Jake is on his knees in front of the queen. I like it. Yeah, it got the knees quickly. Really? I yeah, didn't, faster than normal. Didn't anyway. think we were even going to go there. Yeah. Wow. And well, welcome. Alongside the Shakespeare of beer. I'm here. Rob Grimm. Shakespeare of beer. Nice. I am the Shakespeare of beer. Yeah. Jake, <laughs> welcome back. I think you're the first guest to appear twice on a podcast. He's a repeat. Wow. Yeah. Is that a good thing? Or? It, Honestly, no, it just means we screwed up the first yeah. one so <laughs> badly. Somebody dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> 
what what's new? What do you, give us an update? Give us the cliff notes. Jeez, well, um, just for the record, obviously we have gone in this without any preparation. I just 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 walked in, sat down. So uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do my best to catch up. But uh, I've been real busy, a lot with training actually recently, which is which has been good. It's not something that I sort of planned. 12, 18 months ago, but it's something that has just taken off for me. Um, what are you learning? <laughs> what are you, you back in school? I'm learning, I'm learning American, yeah. Um, <laughs> just taking it one day at a time. Yeah. Uh, struggling with the word color, but I mean, you know, we'll, we'll get there. No, I've been doing a lot of um, teaching and workshops, uh, which, has been, which has been great. And obviously, since the video that, that, that we did together, what was it? Two years ago now? Yeah. God, was it that long ago? I suppose two years in June. It's like yesterday to me. I know, it's, yeah. it's crazy. It's just such yeah. a bright, vivid memory. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it was right before Tim Tatter, where he really had to perform. I remember that? It's not, it's, not, it's not ringing a bell. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Yeah, it was a warm-up act. That's right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, cool. We yeah, get brilliant. the kinks out. That's right. <laughs> we fired all those people that screwed up that video, and then we got <laughs> yeah, serious for Tim. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, not understandable. Uh, but yeah, so like, after our video, just just been yeah, just been crazy busy, taking off doing loads of workshops, doing a lot of international workshops workshops last year, which has been which has been great, and um, still doing some of the commercial bits and pieces. But uh, I'm no longer sat by the phone, as it were, which is that's good, which is nice, yeah, because the workshops and training allow me to sort of plan out my life a bit more and go, okay, I can have that income in this month, that month, and this month, as opposed to sat by the phone so um i thought you called it a telly was it telly the telly that's, that's a, te- a telly that's phone. a television telly telephone telly. The- <laughs> are you are you americanizing this you can call it the telly <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh so yeah it's just been just been busy with that and yeah and like i said i'm still doing commercial jobs when they come up but I, i'm able to be more selective now which is nice yeah and what charge, kind of commercial work are you doing more. right now what's uh, um, who's coming your way so recently, uh, obviously, this time of year in, in the UK, we've got a lot of hair shoots, uh, which we've just done the sort of major hair season. Um, so we've been doing a few of those. And then uh, got some bits where, oh, like a movie poster we've got potentially right coming on. up uh, next month. Um, it's a piece of that, just using the gels. And, it's, you know, it's nice to see people opening up to being a bit more risque with the, with the gels. And I'm sure, you know, like... If, guys who've followed my work or that you know watch my video and that sort of thing has probably seen a lot more color gel work just being out there whether it be with the spotify ads or you know nike it's like everybody's sort of using that color so you know it's i think more and more clients are becoming more open to it so um thankfully i was in the right place at the right right time as it were so yeah, yeah it's been good man yeah so i honestly i've seen an explosion in your work since we did the tutorial together you're portfolio has completely turned over the work has really stepped up you're doing amazing he's saying he wasn't doing good work when he no worked with us? he was doing good work his stuff is sounds just like, that sounds outrageous. like a backhanded compliment, it's not a backhanded compliment. <laughs> the it, style is yeah. style has shifted as well because um like when we did it like that video two years ago it was heavily on the saturated gels but now i've been sort of moving over to sort of the softer pastel tones which has been which has been really really popular with you know because i think fashion and editorial are a little bit easier to take on some of the softer colors mm-hmm. as opposed to the in your face super gels. saturated vibrant yeah because i think when you're shooting images like that with the super saturation that's that's all the viewer can see it's like like the the photograph or the or the styling or the jewelry or whatever it is or the model it just just becomes about jesus look at the color gels yeah the color so saturated it's a trick it yeah, yeah. so it, it 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 really dominates the image and from a commercial point of view sometimes that can be a little bit off-putting unless a client wants to sell like a lifestyle which is where the editorial style comes in you're not necessarily selling um like the thread count of clothing on the model like a like a normal fashion right. shoot where it has to be lit you know and white balance and all that crap this is you know where you just you can be a little bit more experimental and you're selling like a selling a lifestyle idea as it were and that's where the color gels can can really shine but yeah so what's happened for me the last sort of six months or so six I suppose with the moving over into doing some more pastel gels, um, which is again has been really really popular as well. Which is yeah, so it's great. So I find it interesting. Like a photographic style is something that is obviously unique to you, but it, I think it evolves over time. And whether you feel like it has to evolve or not, like from my point of view, lots of people picking up the video or the workshops. And there was a lot of people out there shooting the gels, which was which is phenomenal, don't get me wrong. You know, I love getting I love seeing those images and being tagged in them. But from my point of view as well, it was always like, okay, how can we 
how can we try and put one stay one sort of step ahead as right. it were and do well do you have to grow mm -hmm. too otherwise yeah. you're going to become really bored with your work and it's you're going to lose interest in it yeah yeah no i yeah i agree but on that note as well i think there's always one of those things where people are like oh god jake don't you just get bored in another gel shoot like come on or i know um joel grimes has said the same thing it's like oh come on joel you're not just gonna do another you know hard edge lit shot of some you know it's like oh don't don't you get bored you're not gonna do something different it's like no it's not something that we do it's like oh no i gotta get up and do another gel shoot it's like right. it's a style because it's what i love doing right it's not a style because i you know picked it up in a book and right that's my, right i'm gonna choose that one that's now what i'm gonna do for the rest of time it's it's something that you do you know it's just part of you i can't really do anything anything else now right. are you ever different. doing shoots without gels does that ever come about it used to a lot, yeah, it, yeah. It used to not not so much now. Uh, I would say that those so there would be shoots where you would do maybe what the client wanted, which was like the sort of the gap look, you know, just high key, just flood the room in, in light, and then it would be a case of right, guys, we got this. I love what we got here. Take a look at the images. Are you guys happy? I know we've got half an hour at the end here. Would you mind if I, I've got this really great idea? I'd like to do A, B, C, and D with this. Do the colors. And nine times out of ten, the client would want the shots that you took in the last half an hour. It's you know, it's it's trying to educate. I think the client or the viewer a, a lot of the time as well, right. like because sometimes you'll be working with an art director or something where something's been signed off, and the art director's in the room, and it's like, no, this is what's signed off. Sorry, I'm not can't do can't deviate from that in any way, and that can be a little bit frustrating. But sometimes you know they're 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 more open to taking direction at at the end as it were just like oh we can do this and do that with a color and that's when they perhaps go in a completely different direction to what they asked for but now it, it's like with the style being so strong i think it, i get asked hardly at all for it in fact recently last week it was a case of can we do something a little bit solid a little bit brighter not quite so much color and instead i went with the pastels and they were like oh yeah i love that so I think it's like if they maybe don't want to go for the full saturation, that's maybe what brought them to my work, the full saturation, and they want to go, or can we do something in white background, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, we could do that, but how about somewhere in the middle, which is where that pastel look comes right. in, that's sort of like the, just a very soft colored glow. Um, and they were, yeah, they absolutely loved it. So, yeah, it seems to be working, yeah. yeah. How much freedom do clients give you in the choice and selection of color? Like, if you're doing a hair campaign, are they really, are they concerned about what kind of colors you're bringing to it? Are they giving you freedom to kind of say, okay, this is my creative approach, let me kind of run with it? I think it depends on the client who's there on the shoot day. Like I said, if the, if the art director's there on the shoot day, then it means that their boss has already signed something off. Um, so it's really strict, you know, and it's very difficult to to deviate from that on the day which i hate because colors well anything really but colors especially it can be maybe they're not working with the skin tone of the model or maybe like her hair looks brown but in reality it's colored as in she's had it colored and like the color dye is looking differently in the lights yeah, and that sort of thing right. maybe it's got a red hue in it so you want to change the colors and that sort of thing so i do try and adjust it on the day whether i run that past the client or not i don't necessarily ask now uh -huh. yeah. you just do it and and then i think i think as time goes on you build a reputation and a style and i think people just are now are just like yeah now we want you to do what you do and that's it you know and uh um because they've just seen so much of my work already it, it would be foolish to go okay well we want this yeah. and this and this it's like well you know what i do why did you ask me sort of thing whereas i think maybe two three years ago it was more of a battle a lot more of a battle like when you're starting out and you're trying to assert yourself or trying to go no i think this looks better and yeah you know but i think over time people just go you're the man for the job get like get on with it and that's great yeah have you been able to upgrade your camera in the last two years or are you still still in the same one just this see this is the thing i don't yeah like <laughs> i mean it, it's I, the same one from two years ago yeah, why? Uh, I'm just wondering. <laughs> it hasn't broken. Apparently. It was six. It was six yeah. years old two years ago. No, it's, it's <laughs> like, but yeah, it's so I did a lot of tests with the uh, the Fuji GFX. Do you guys know it? The yeah, yeah, digital yeah. medium format one. Um, just like it? Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, um, and phenomenal colors. I absolutely. I mean, I pushed it to the absolute limit, uh, and it, in, in my opinion, I would say that I did in terms of the colors um, and. It, it just yeah, it was almost impossible to break up those colors. So or the why color are you banding. shooting with it? It's a case of 
<laughs> no, but I mean, like from from any business, it's it's like, is this camera gonna gonna get me more jobs? Is this camera? Can I charge more for my shoots? You know, can I? It's does it if it comes down to Have that. Have you tried? Have I tried what? Charging more for your shoots? For sure, but not because of the camera. Oh. Yeah. So you yeah. gave it back. How yes. How yeah. No, I was just testing. It? Yeah. Oh, I had it for a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. A couple of weeks to do a couple of shoots with it. Um, and I think photographers. I mean, I know you guys bring up a you know a subject there, and it's and it's. Uh, I think this generation of shooters perhaps take images for other photographers, and they get concerned about how it looks to other photographers. What and equipment you're using? That. Yeah. yeah, that that that's a byproduct of that mentality. But I think that people take images for other photographers, not for viewers or clients or hmm. an audience. Um, and I think we can get a little bit confused by that as to who we're trying to impress with our images. That's interesting. You're probably right. I think that in the world of social media, there's almost competition. Jake's so always right. It's always. <laughs> yeah. Is that true, Jocelyn? Is he always right? <laughs> yeah. The only time Jake has ever been wrong was the time he thought he was yeah. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> is this the Chuck Chuck Norris uh, spam? I don't know. Why no. do you like Chuck Norris so much? What, what yeah. is it about Chuck that just why did, speaks Why did you, you disable comments on your page? That's not true. <laughs> you <laughs> totally outrageous. disabled comments outrageous. on your page. Because I tried to do it again the other day and give away a hat, and people were like, no, we can't write on Jake's page. He disabled it. I was like, damn it. He's so smart. If that's true, I don't think, no, if, if that's true, I, I haven't done that on purpose. I'll have to check that. Thank you, though. But no, I certainly didn't do that on yeah, purpose. Yeah, please undo that so yeah, I can yeah. send people to your page. And your, your Facebook <laughs> admin, what are you talking about? It's probably... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's correct. true. You're <laughs> admin on his page. <laughs> Damn it. So <laughs> you screwed <definitely> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, all right. Take that that's, that's too funny. Uh, yeah. Excuse me, it's a second one. <laughs> Those Chuck Norris quotes were fabulous, by the way. All right, I so how are you so damn consistent with Technique Tuesday? Where do you find the discipline to push out so much great content? Like, good, good question. Yeah, and I think that it's it's something that is a heavy love hate thing for me, for sure. Um, but do you dread it every like Monday for night? Sure. Or are you like Fuck, for sure, what for I sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's but that's what being an artist or a creative is is about. You know, like a blank canvas is an artist biggest fear it's like you know where do i get the inspiration or inclination to um to do the next project or you know so getting off our asses and doing things ourselves is really hard you know hence why i mean you guys have seen some traction on your page from doing competitions and briefs and that sort of thing i think that's where that comes from it's like people need to have constraints um to be motivated to to do something and you know, like the workshops are a good platform for that because people can go away and like they've okay, you've got this set brief or like you, you know they learn something at my workshops. They go away and they've got something to work on, tangible to work on, rather than just okay, go out. Here's a camera, go out and take some pictures. It's just it's just too much. Nobody's going to do that. Um, and Technique Tuesday for me is that sort of love hate motivator to every week have to come up with something, put down some content and. And I learn a lot from doing it as well because you have to research bits and pieces of stuff that you think you know or stuff that you learned 20 years ago and you think, oh, I've been doing that in the back of my mind for 20 years I may, I may, and it might be interesting to people and most of the time it is, you know, because some of the stuff that I do is not necessarily out there because there's so much five quick tips to take better pictures crap on oh, the yeah. internet, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, um, so yeah, I think some of the things, some of the sort of deeper, um, deeper dives that I do seem to prove useful so yeah for me it's definitely a love love hate thing but it's that motivation to keep keep thinking keep learning yeah we and matt we should do a top 10 technique tuesdays we we rate jake hicks's (laughs) top 10 technique tuesdays and then make a blog post out of that and then when 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 that gets to be a lot then we'll do like the top 10 of the top 10 and just keep going deeper so we're going to need you to up the (laughs) technique tuesdays quite a bit and be consistent so we can Keep doing the top ten. <laughs> every, every twenty or so weeks, we'll do a top ten of Jake's. Gotcha. <laughs> right. So it needs to be all really good. Then. Yeah, yeah. 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 So don't yeah. please don't miss a Tuesday. No. No. <laughs> no. I'll be, I don't know how many years I've been doing it now. I think it's about four or five years. I haven't. How many haven't Tuesdays have you missed? Uh, none. 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 Wow. That's the I, thing. You can't. Yeah. It's like drugs or smoking or drinking. Like you know, you just gotta. Yeah. Just gotta keep on it, man. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> don't stop drinking. I like your style. <laughs> I like your style. So most of the work that you're doing now, like when I look at your portfolio, I always I can't really tell 
Like, is it for hair? Is it for clothes? Like, who's approaching you to, to commission work? I think most of the stuff has been hair in recent years, and then you'll have portfolio pieces, uh, makeup and, and uh, things like that. I'm recently doing um, some shoots with a subscription-based uh, styling designer uh, company in London called Wear the Walk. Um, so I've got an article coming out technically Tuesday on on that. But where so they just basically source loads of loads of designers' pieces, and then you pay a sub- subscription fee, and then you can just get all their clothing and that oh. sort of thing. So it's a really really good idea. But I've been doing some shoots for them, but it varies. Uh, so magazines shoot wise for them, you're doing articles and do, doing a lot of writing, and there are some shoots where part of the part of the contract is that you take the images, but your name doesn't exist on it. Yeah. You're not allowed to share it. You can't. Um, it doesn't exist basically under your so name. So you can't share it at all. No, that's that, that's the that's the contract. So for big, oh. so for yeah, for so for some of the big brands, it, it it basically just doesn't exist. Nobody ever knows that it was taken by you or anything like that. Um, that's that that's part of the contract because like a big brand doesn't want to be. Um, I don't know, like somebody, somebody like Sony or something that doesn't want to, like you, you don't see the photographer's name on Sony's yeah, work. Right, you know, it's, yeah. it's just it's 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 not. They it's, want it to be about their brand from there. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So so um, so obviously you get you get paid a substantial fee to not to not go anywhere near it, right. as it were. Um, so there's bits like that, but I do also shoot a lot for myself, and a lot of that goes up uh, on the website because that's what I want to get booked for as well. So there's some there's some shoots. Was well, a lot of shoots that's not that I that I get paid for that it's not on the website because that's yeah. not necessarily want to get booked for. You should really only show the work you want to get booked for. Yeah. yeah. Um, How has your pricing changed in the last two years? You've been able to keep raising it. It's a funny. It's 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 a funny market here in the um, UK at the moment. Um, I, I've had a lot of requests from the US. Ironically, in fact, I, I have great. I have far more emails and calls from from the US. Than that's because of us, right? Yeah. It must be. Yeah. Can right. only okay, be. Yeah. yeah. Only be. I've been tweeting about you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Twitter works. I was going to say, it's still going, <laughs> is it? Um, so, and it seems that the money that you can make in the US seems to be a lot more than you can make here. Maybe, maybe, I'm, maybe I'm doing it so wrong. So how does the conversation go from there? Do you, is it too much to bring you over here? Do they not know you're in the UK? Yeah, none of them know that I'm ever in the, even though it says everywhere, nobody, like, I mean, and it's, Fair enough, I suppose. Yeah, but nobody. I think it's quite an American thing to assume that everybody lives in America. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I just put it out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Americans yeah. are a little selfish that way. Yeah. Yeah. We are self-centered. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I think when I was over we there, have the best bacon. Several years ago, um, I was speaking to a woman, and uh, I said that I was from, you know, London, UK, and she's like, "Wow, London, Missouri. Wow. That's a really long drive." <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You know, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. a long drive. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's uh, it's understandable for you know, like that's the, everybody assumes that I'm in um, in the U.S. and New York for some reason. It's not just in the U.S. but in New York. Like you could that set up seems a satellite be, office. Yeah, have you place? ever thought about having a U.S. London studio? and St. Louis? That'd look great on your website. It'd <laughs> 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 be hot. St. Louis is up and coming. London, and coming. Hong Kong, St. Louis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have Hong Kong? Uh, well, my wife is from yeah, yeah. Hong Kong, so um, so yeah. I mean, we you know at, at some point I'm sure we'll go out there and do something. But no, I, I would absolutely love to do some stuff in in, in the US, mainly because they, you guys seem to be a bit more open to the work that I do. You know, I think We're I was coming ha- around to it. We're coming around. <laughs> no, just I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I just think that some of the stuff here here in the UK always seems to be a little bit contrived still, whereas I think the people are a little bit. So, yeah, what example, do you mean by more more open? I mean. It, it, your work is it's definitely it, it's it's out there and some of it's kind of risque almost i mean but i think maybe it's just a numbers open, thing maybe it's just maybe it. it's just a numbers thing maybe it's okay. just the fact that there's so many people in the us that the chances of me being you know asked and booked by more people in the us just m- makes sense from a numbers thing so i mean like speedo got got in touch a couple of months ago and it was like they're talking about and some of the things that they were talking about wanting doing it's like i never get asked these sort of open questions from big companies in the uk so sort of asking for a yeah. lot more of my input on uh, what A, B, C, and D, and you know, um, as a, as opposed to in the UK, it's like everything that you just 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 turn up, hold the camera, and then we'll give you the money at the end. Just, you know, okay, <laughs> you know, it just seems a little bit more, yeah. you know, contrived here. That was all, but um, but I think that it's 
I, I think I think we're going for a phase at the moment where I'm seeing photographers perhaps being less creative, but maybe the clients become asking for more creative things. And I say I see I see people becoming less less creative. It's that's probably the wrong way of wording it. I'm saying being able to be more creative themselves with their work, being open to mm-hmm. perhaps take chances and risks and experimenting and being and just not being afraid to make mistakes on shoots. Um, and I don't know whether that comes from the way that we have a generation of shooters who are learning through tutorials like ours, where they where we're teaching them how to do something in a step by step process. And I mean, I, I get sent images that look absolutely out of this world, phenomenal, you know, from our video, mm-hmm. um, and that's testament to obviously to what we're doing for sure. And obviously, they have an, an inherent skill. But the point is that they haven't made the twenty years of mistakes that I made getting there. And what what that means is is that when it, it, it becomes difficult for them to step outside of that and make changes right. and risks and, and right. They don't have the foundation yeah, yeah. either. They haven't they haven't learned the hard yeah, lessons. Yeah, They've yeah. just kind of yeah. come up through a, almost a, a tunnel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you so you get the phenomenal results, but you necessarily haven't sort of made some of the mistakes that that enables you to get there, which which can mean that it becomes hard for you to adapt on a certain situation and shoot and that sort of thing. But more but more than that, I think that it comes from we have a very, a very strong fear of making mistakes at the moment. That's that. that that's what I see. It's like I'm mm. like, and I've I've made uh, it, it, like being really ashamed to share mistakes or anything like that, or be even aware to it, or even accept the fact that you've made a mistake in in a shoot. Um, because like mistakes are just a a fundamental part of learning, and yeah, you could argue that creativity is just the you know is or or even mistakes are the seed of creativity, if you like. You know, it's like you it's can like quote. you you no, have to you know but no, because the seed of creativity. because if because if you, if you do something wrong you have to you have to adapt and change right. something to get it right yeah Which, so you have to create are. something new so that's yeah. really what it is and um and that's something that I've been sort of playing with recently with my teaching and training is is, is trying to get people just to think a little bit like that so when I get asked you know what power is that like <laughs> it's just you know you, you're looking at it the wrong way right. who cares <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, it's yeah. eleven. So what is the photo community like here? I, I think of London as a, as a very, um, as kind of an epicenter for fashion and for, for so much design and, and things that are happening. What's the, what is the atmosphere like in terms of competition for you and just the photo community in general? I think, I think you have pretty much two photographic communities in the UK. You have London and then you have the rest of the UK. Right. Um, and I would say that we here have a phenomenal community mainly because i think we are relatively small like we're just out without one island so i think that you know you always get people from all over this country knowing one another and you know, I've, I've worked with her and worked with them mm-hmm. and it does become a very small network i don't know if it's the same like whether you guys in the u.s you just have cities as insular networks because you're all very yeah you do you're you're, you're your islands in your own right as it were mm-hmm. um so i think it's a phenomenal community here which does make it incredibly competitive and perhaps why people like I see people learning so quickly here in the UK be- just because it's so competitive and like like to try and you know to try and keep on top of it and stay ahead like, I would be I would be nowhere near as good as I am now ha- had I not been in in the UK shall I say because I'm constantly really? being challenged You're and being pushed, pushed. And, yeah exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah has our tutorial created competition have you seen for sure for sure but that's but that's good like i knew that was going to happen and that's and that's part of the i think i think that's part of any artist's uh love hate relationship really whether you're a musician or a cook or or anything it, it, it's it's the fact that like to make that like putting that competition out there it forces you to change hence my pastel look like i wouldn't like if the gels hadn't been as successful as they are i wouldn't have done any of my pastel setups i know that it's mm-hmm. just because we're an all in inherently lazy and want to take the path of least resistance, as it were. Um, so I think that's it's just part of that creative process. Uh, I don't get me wrong; it's 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 frustrating for sure when you see somebody get a job or, or or something like that, where you're like, "Oh, that should have been," you know, "I should have really had that." It's just that I'm obviously charging more, but you know, and they're doing the same gel thing, but for 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 less. And but that's just that's just the way that you know, that's just the way of the world. You just got to. Pick, pick yourself up and create something new and, and offer something new. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easier said than done, granted, but uh, I think it's a necessary part uh, of any art, for sure. Is there anything new in gel technology or hardware or diffusion or filters that 
in the last year or two that get you excited? Not at all. No, no. And that's and that's why and Same that's hardware. and that's Same why hardware. I love doing what I what I do. I mean, I know you know we joked about the camera, yeah. um, but like light is still traveling at the same fucking speed as it's always done and it's still traveling in a straight line mm-hmm. like, that's just not going to change um and i think that the, the training and, and and the thing and the and the ways that i shoot are, are based on evergreen content if you like like the, our, yeah. our video that we made is going to be relevant in, in in 10 years yeah as it absolutely. will be in 20 years it has no bearing on technology whatsoever and gels is still that same crappy bit of colored plastic that has been around since whenever 50s and 60s or something and it's just like you can't you can't innovate on that yeah. like you, you just can't but that's know? great because then it gives you you know you, you kind of have these prom- parameters that you're locked with and that forces you to concentrate on the art you're worried less about the technology couldn't agree more less yeah. about yeah, yeah. Um, you know trying to keep up with the joneses as they say because you're, you're concerned about making your art yeah but yeah yeah and i i t- I, th- I think that's a dangerous. I think that's a dangerous road to go down when you're chasing that. You know, you're chasing the next camera or whatever it is. And I always like so Sony, for example. You know, they're 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 bringing out cameras that that are like the Starship Enterprise. Really, you're just on the bridge. <laughs> of the star- I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. Um, like to me, I need to be able to operate my camera instantly in the dark, no question. Access everything as soon as possible without thinking about it. That needs to be an extension of my arm. And the cameras that are coming out now are just putting more and more and more barriers in the way of doing that under the guise of trying to make your life easier by covering up some of your mistakes, as it were, with, oh, you know, motion technology to, you know, so you can take images at a sixth of a second or whatever whatever it is. It's just more and more things getting in the way of what I think is actually the core content of making a great image. Uh, and, and that's where we come back again to this photographers need to take images for their audience not for other photographers mm-hmm. um, you just can't figure out the menu system on Sony yeah not a chance they yeah, have made it yeah. those are the worst menus ever yeah, yeah some yeah, of the yeah, best cameras yeah. but worst oh yeah, menu that's the thing yeah they are they are good yeah yeah no uh, n- yeah absolutely no question they are great great cameras um, and the Fujis are great great cameras as well uh, but yeah they do they do make the menus just I don't know whether it's uh, like if you can use our camera, then you're really cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like this, this exclusive group. <laughs> um, and I think Fuji stepped it back a bit as well, actually. They've because because originally they started off being yeah we're going to sort of reinvent the cameras to be this all knobs and dials and switches like the old you know analog, analog cameras yeah. used to be, and then they went a bit arty farty with it. And now I think some of the well like the GFX and stuff, it's a, it's a really clean design, and all the knobs and switches are where they should be. Um, and so I, I think they've sort of, you know, they've sort of learned that you know, I think people just want to, just want to take a picture. <laughs> um, less is more. Keep yeah, it simple. yeah, 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 yeah. And I, and I don't want to sound like a really old fogey here. You do. To, you yeah, sound know, like a totally I know, stodgy I know, old I know it's terrible, but stuck in his way. But came in no, it is. Came. Absolutely. Yeah, oh, no, I've been using it for. <laughs> I can't believe you walked in with a camera. It's only to hit people with going. Yeah? Yeah? So. Yeah. I I, I see it. There's a table between us now. Yeah. (laughs) So why come to these these shows, these conventions? What do you do do here? What do you get out of it? It's a social thing, really. Yeah. I mean, and I think that, I mean, sure, there's a couple of deals and somebody might unveil some new kit, but I think we both... We've all established that I'm not here for the new, for the new. You're not here uh, for the yeah. new kid. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's definitely a social thing. Um, I'm going to meet up with loads of different people today, uh, which is which is going to be great. And it's it's just one of the few times where we do that here in, in this country. There's smaller events, and we have a. And another thing as well with the uh, UK togs is the fact that we have these like social gatherings all the time like we we have them down in, in my area and we have you know sometimes 30 40 50 60 people coming from from all over you know every every couple of months and it's just togs models makeup eyes and that sort togs. of thing togs yeah. what in where do you guys meet what do you do just in the pub yeah that's all just it is in the pub yeah, yeah. tog central Tog. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah so it's you know but it, that's what i mean it's that, it's that social aspect which which i love about it you know because that's that's where you can really you know t- dis- discuss ideas and and uh which is which is nice. It's not something that you can do online as well. Well, now with that attitude. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so every couple of months, 50 oh, or 60 people in a pub just shooting the shit. 
Yeah. So to speak. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah, what do we do? Good. We used to it. We used to have that kind of community in St. Louis, but it has it has died it's off. It's migrated. Why do you think online. that is though? I don't know. Is it the online thing? I, I don't know. I think that there used to be an air at least twenty years ago, there was definitely an air that we are kinda all in the same boat and we're trying to learn and and understand how to navigate the waters. So there's a certain safety in in numbers and you can learn from each other. Um I think there's always been kind of an air of paranoia that comes with being a photographer where um, people want the job and they get upset if they lose it to somebody else. And I think this is just me. I think in the world of social media, that has kind of taken over because you have such a a public face now. Um, I think losing work is harder for people now than it, than it may have been. How and do you mean what? Emotionally? Be, like yeah, I think it's harder because there's such a public face now that photographers have. Um, and I think that's... While it it's created a reach where people now are more connected in many ways, I think mentally they've kind of become more insular in that. Um, I don't. I think it, it might just be a pride thing, you know, where they 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 really want the work, um, and they want the shortcut to getting there. And Do you know what he's talking about? I have no idea what he's talking really? about. Really? <laughs> no. You don't? You can't just, follow me? I just completely zoned out for a second. <laughs> I have no he's, idea. You need to make sure this guy has more sleep, Rob, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot control he's, him. I'm, he's glad, a, I'm glad he's not just fighting just he's me. He's a grown-ass yeah, man, yeah, yeah. and there's nothing I can do about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Like, what, what do I do no, about it? I, 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 oh, I mean, so it was several years ago now, but it, so the, the internet enables us to be able to find other photographers to then meet up in real life yeah. which I think was a lot harder to do before the very internet. much so yeah. so for example we did it here in the UK it just was me and one other guy and then it was me and then two other guys and then it was five and then like six months later Kinky. it was like 30 40 guys and it's like that that can only happen because of the internet there's just no other way right um, but yeah, back to your point about people being afraid like that I, I haven't haven't had that vibe and again I think it's how you approach it and whether you take it as a, a as a positive to like a kick up the ass type thing yeah i guess i, I guess I'm, I'm comparing it to um times when we did have more regular meetings and we mm-hmm. got together as photographers and we really talked about the business and pricing and what's going on and and there was okay, that, that physical that yeah, there was enough. that in the in the room kind mm-hmm. of connection and now it's we're we're kind of living pieces of other people's lives very quickly on a social media platform yeah, and then moving on mm-hmm. so I, I guess it's that that lack of connectivity that I see, even though social media provides greater connectivity because you can know more about what a person is doing much quicker. Um, there's less of an actual face-to-face interaction. That's where I'm going with this. Okay. Does that make sense, Gary? We right? finally got there. <laughs> and I'm the one who got sleep. <laughs> see what happens when you bring me places? I know. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have his um, crispy... Bacon this morning. I say, why do you guys Aggie. suck at bacon so hard? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> honestly, it's raw I, ham. I just, why don't you guys I just call in. it raw ham? I give in. <laughs> and the beans. There's beans everywhere. Is that? Do you have beans? Do you not have morning? beans? I mean, they're we there, do, but, but not for breakfast. When do you have them? When else do you have them? Thanksgiving. Your Mexican food. And Mexican. <laughs> <gasps> and Chipotle. Yeah, Chipotle. Yeah, Chipotle. <sighs> yeah, that's racist. No, no it's not. not. That's it's black beans or pinto <gasps> beans. Jake, <laughs> you had to go there. Good Lord, he's a mess. Look how proud he is of himself. Yeah, he's laughing. You're going to have to edit this out. You've <laughs> never had to edit a podcast until now. Yeah. So let's talk, let's talk about pricing. Where do you think pricing's going with the amount of photographers out there and with everything moving to just digital only and... Are you shooting any motion? Like no, no, no motion. Where do you think pricing is going? Down or up? I think, I think you got to, I think you got to look at it as to where you are realistically in the industry and what you think you can charge. Hence, why my business model has gone around to me taking the control back of the of the money, as it were. Twenty years ago, it, you know, you just you just walk in, get a job, do the job, and move on, and you do several of those a month um, is what I would refer to as a postcode shooter so you just do anything that involves a camera in your area whether it be photographing hair corporate headshots family pictures a wedding photographing a charity boat race you know all the crap that we used to do back in the day that was you know a little bit did you photograph chariot or 
charity boat races? Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's a charity boat race? <laughs> it's, it's just a boat race. The for charity? For charity. Yeah. You guys race boats? Just people yeah. in boats. Yeah. All right. Wait, back to pricing. Do you get approached with a lower bid when people just expect or they want it for Instagram? They're like, oh, it's just for Instagram. It, therefore, it should be less. Is that happening to you? No, because I think, well, I mean, obviously it can do, but I think that most companies realize that that's actually big money, if not the main money. Yeah. You know, it's not just, so I've, uh, I know a guy, in fact, Jocelyn, my wife, knows a guy who, you know, shoots for uh, diesel. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. You shoot with diesel. Wow, that's, you know, it's awesome. Um, it's like, yeah, I know, shoot for diesel Instagram. Um, so it's, it's, it's a case of, like, that's, that's a genre in its own right. And you know, I've heard of other people who shoot for the Instagram section of a company and they're really good photographers, but they have to make their shoots look a little bit shitty on purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they make the perfect... To, to give that feel. That, <laughs> to give yeah, that, yeah. you know, and it's just like, if that's where we're on, if that's where we are now, I know it's just bizarre. That's hard. I've had clients ask me that and it's hard to... I, I, I can't go 60%. That's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like weird. That's what he said. He said like you just set, you just set up the perfect shot and then you just put a tear in the background and right. leave a light stand in. It's right. just like oh my god, it's yeah. terrible. You know, like it was supposed to be just yeah, yeah it's just candid. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, see, so you, you've you've heard of that as well. You've seen I was yeah. running into it with a lot of clients that it, a lot of a lot of their platforms were changing and and a lot of my clients weren't calling for large campaigns anymore. They were going to run and print all over the place. They started, particularly with the liquor brands, like, all right, let's look at social media for quarter one of the year. Um, and we want 12 images in a day. And but the, they don't have to be perfect. It, you know, in fact, it should feel like it's kind of messy. Like, let's just make it messy. Oh, as blunt as that. Oh, yeah, as blunt as that. And I'm like, I, I just have a hard time getting my head wrapped around that because I... My life has always been built on seeing the details and perfecting all the details. Especially in your, your line of work. Yeah. It's crazy. So it? make it messy and make it... It's just very counterintuitive to me. And that's actually better for other, suited for other photographers. It's mm. just not my cup of tea, not my bag. Yeah, I've, I've never personally been um, asked for it. I, I know it's out there. And uh, yeah, oh, obviously yeah. from that point of view, it's you know, crazy. But, um, but and I think that comes back to your pricing thing. And I think that there is a very... Like the absolute tip of the pyramid... There is just insane figures being made on photo shoots, but that's a tiny, 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 tiny percentage of shooters r- right at the top. You know, the the Mizels and the Testinos and all those doing the major, whatever it is, Prada ad and that sort of stuff. That's stupid money. And then, like, just immediately below that, you just have everybody else scrabbling around for tiny bits of cash. Um, Are those guys dying off? Which ones? The Testinos, the yeah, that's that. That is a good question because, you know, I mean, they got one. They seem like they've been doing it for just decades, and they just fucking let go, man. Just let somebody else have a go, <laughs> yeah. you know. And you know, I saw a shoot recently where he was just doing it in the closet of uh of like the stylist room or something like that, and with with natural light, and then turning it black and white. And I'm just like, you're charging how much for that? And it's because when you get to that, I and mean, it comes back to reputation yeah, and style. When you get to that that level, you can do what you, you can do whatever you want. That's it. Exactly. And you know, why should he let it go? He's had 30, 40, no, 50 years of, no, of building that reputation. No, I, no yeah. That. Sorry, no. Yeah. I, I, I totally hear what you're saying. I just, I suppose, what I was getting at was the fact that sometimes it can be frustrating when I see shoots like that going out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're like, when, wait, I can crank that out. Well, yeah, I mean, anybody, like a mum could right. do that. You're just taking an ambient light shot in the closet, you know. That's, uh, <laughs> How much ambient light is there in a closet? I think of closets as being windows. Oh, but it was all like under the grain. And then, <laughs> oh, God, yeah, all right, okay. So, but, um, so yeah, I think there's, there's just there's mad money to be made at the top. And then immediately below that, I think it becomes it becomes an absolute rat race fight um and and sure my 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 prices have gone up but i don't know whether that's respective of the industry around me or whether that's me within the industry do you, do you yeah, know what I, mean? yeah. I don't think that the prices have gone up in all honesty so do you think it's possible that when those guys and women die off that it'll just be made up of the kind of middle class mm-hmm. and there'll just be a, a large population and there won't be like the super top tier kind of legends so to speak uh I, I, yes to a, to a certain extent, I don't think they'll, they'll they'll ever go, but I just think that you know those sort of campaigns used to be all over the you know the first sixty pages of Vogue or Tatler or Bazaar and all that sort of stuff, and that and obviously the print is 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 struggling. 
Um, so I think those those adverts that needed to look as good as they do, perhaps that level is just not required for some of the. And there's always going to be billboards and that sort of stuff, but I think it's going to be even less. That that's that that's that's my my take on it, and that that, that comes from print and, and that sort of thing. Once they're gone, um, and it's just so competitive. Um, so who uh, was it? Thomas or Tom. yeah? Anyway, yeah, Thomas. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, so you miss him, don't you? I do. Yeah. 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 So, so, so when when we were in Puerto Rico last year, he was saying that um, you know approached by Vogue or whatever to do the front cover and they offered him like $150 or something like that and he was just like no I'm busy enough I don't like I don't, yeah. I don't need yeah, it it's crazy money and it's they just were like nothing. yeah exactly yeah and they were like well, do, do, do you know who we are you know <laughs> um, and that's like that's like it's up to Vogue or any business to charge what they want like that that's that, that's your prerogative as a business you charge what you want the thing that really got my goat was the fact that they were like do you know who we are? Sort of uh, yeah, and it, well, see, it, the problem with that is they know they're taking advantage of their name. Sure, like they uh, built this reputation, and now yeah. they're just they're they're abusing it. Quite frankly, to say to, to say yeah. to a photographer here, you're going to get the cover of Vogue, but it's going to be 150 bucks in your pocket. That's kind of abusive. It is in my in my mind. It is yeah. okay. So I asked the same question to a room full of um, people the other day. I, you know, so I, I I said that story, and I said, right, all of you, be honest. Put your hand up if you would do that shoot for free, and everybody put their hand up. Everybody, yeah, yeah. everybody, every single one. So, but where are they in their career? They're probably in a much sure newer position in, sure. the, in the world of business. Sure. So, so do the, the, does that beg but, the question then? That but at what point does that change? Some sort of yeah. union? Should there be more organization amongst photographers, like there are with a laborers union or whatever? Someone to help regulate. The pricing, so to speak, like the syrup in uh, Canada. Yeah, that's, that's heavily that's regulated. That's a racket. Yeah, that's <laughs> a racket. Have you heard about that? That's crazy. No, I haven't. Oh yeah, no. price fixing of syrup. Price fixing of syrup. It's nuts. Huh? Yeah. It's a whole nother topic. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get in. Don't get me started on maple syrup. Matt, God, I, 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 we need to stay away from. He was from dying to find a reason to in, include syrup. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I don't think you can. I, I, I don't think you can, and I don't think you should either. Uh, that's just my opinion uh, like where do you draw the line like restaurants you know that's i mean cooking yeah. and, and that sort of thing that's i mean that's that's an art like where do you draw the line do they need to have it needs to be regulations on that or music like what i, I just don't think i, you can I do think, it I'm, I'm, I think I'm it's more education the education of you know not the amount of photographers out there they're going to do something for free ultimately will drive the price down of Everything, right? Absolutely. So should there be some sort of better organization? Like, we look at like ASMP or PPA. I think those are organizations that are dying off. They are, unfortunately. Like the yeah, we have it here in the UK. Yeah, the yeah. BIPP. They, they used to regulate that sort of thing, so they would back you up if... Are you yeah. a member? Do you pay dues? I was. No, I'm not now. Yeah, no. and it seems to be the trend with everyone. Like, why do I need to do that? So, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's should tricky. We organize? Should we organize? We should. We, you know, we should have our own... Yeah. Union. What would we call it? The but, e but nobody, the EDU but, union? but nobody, nobody's going to join it because if, if, if they well, want to shoot for free, come on, Jake. Uh, no, not if they want to shoot for free. Men and Jake, and you could be number us. one. They're going to join. Yeah, I'll give you a hell of a deal. You know, and I'll give you a free camera. How do you do it though? We could, could, number one. A, we could have a credit. A free union Sony too. camera. I don't do it for the Sony one. No, I'll give Fuji. I don't like the menu systems on Sony. We talked about this. But how do you? I mean, so I've had assistants on my shoot go away and get in contact with the client a couple of months later and do a shoot for them for free. How do you, you know, they're, 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 they're my first of all, you get a baton yeah. and you crack them right on the yeah. head and prevent them from rock. working. Yeah. yeah, like how do you, like, I, I mean, I you, you you just go mad getting getting crazy. Well, and insane it, about yeah, it comes to ethics too. People have to have a little bit of backbone. Yeah. You know, they know what they're doing is wrong. They need to not do it. Yeah. Right. No, I agree with you. I think it's optimistic. Oh, it's totally optimistic. Yeah. It's yeah. not a realist point of view. Yeah. It's just that's what it is. I think people um, need to be a little bit more ethical. Yeah. But, but do you think, I mean, I firmly believe there's more ways to make money now in photography than there ever has been. So that, sure. yeah, I think it's a different, it's just a different industry now and mm -hmm. that's it. I mean, every industry goes through change. I mean, look at the travel industry. I mean, that just fell on its ass entirely. Look at, okay, cabs uh, uh, or taxis, whatever. I mean, Uber, I mean, that yeah. just ripped that in half. And now... Obviously, you're going to have self-driving cars, and now going to kick Uber in the right. ass. I mean, it, it, like every industry goes through oh, goes through change, um, and this th this is just the current current 
state of it now. I just, I yeah, I'm just not a massive. I'm not a fighter. I'm just like, what you do, your you do you. I'm just gonna. Re- no. I'll just reinvent the wheel again <laughs> over here <laughs> and do my own thing, and then you guys can catch up. Yeah, <laughs> so, 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 you know, it's just got to you just got to do your own thing and uh, yeah. keep moving forward. Yeah. So, how do you set yourself apart? Uh, I know you know with a lot of your work, you're photographing women in rather risque poses, and there are a lot of unethical kind of creepy photographers out there mm. that give the rest of the photographers a bad name. Do you have to combat that or is your reputation one that's been built over the decades where people have a solid understanding of who you are and what you do? Yes, I'm very fortunate to have to have gotten there, but yeah. you do have to go through the process for sure. It's um, a process. <clears throat> and uh, and the what was I saying? Oh yeah, so uh, but there but I mean I mean there's loads of people who will use my name and images to set up shoots with um women like j j hicks studios or you know jh Wait, studios seriously yeah, yeah 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 so 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 people will set up they're fake. taking your name i actually and, and own jhicks.org <laughs> so no, yeah, yeah, this yeah. is blowing me away people yeah, yeah. are photographers are taking using your name this is new to and, you and, and, and images this is yeah. the first for you rob you're just now realizing just, people do this but it's but, it, but, it, but like like stealing my images is one thing but st- stealing my images to then basically lure young women yeah, to your home yeah, for a photo disgusting. shoot under the guise of getting my images Someone did under that. my name as well. I mean, it, it becomes a dangerous, you know, proposition when if something happens and then, you know, so. Somebody did that with, uh, you know, the photographer Joey Wright, uh, Florida, the, a lot of swimsuit stuff. Okay. Anyway, someone stole the exact same thing and lured a, photog- uh, a model like a, a four-hour drive that showed up and then, like, the photographer, I guess, at the last second decided not to show up. But how scary is that? That this model, you know, he was emailing from, like, Joey Wright at Gmail yeah. or something like that. Oh, my God. I'm blown away at this. Yeah. This, this is, this is I've, I've the same thing, though. Like, that's, I have, yeah. that's totally I mean, I've, fucked. I've written articles specifically to models going, look, you know, young models, this is, this is what you should do to try and avoid this sort of thing. Um, because I think, you know... We can become naive, not naive, but ignorant. Or uh, uh, in our industry, we—I'm just used to it. Like I, I was at a workshop the other day, and like the assistant was there, and, and like the model was like, "Oh, my, my label's sticking out of my thong. Can you just tuck it in, sort of thing?" And he's like, "No, I can't. You know, somebody could, somebody could walk in or, or whatever, and and like I could be. I'm just, I wouldn't. It just doesn't even cross my mind. It's, it's I don't see it as a sexualized world. Whereas outside, no. people look in. And it's just like, oh my god, they're just at it every night, and it's just wild orgies and all this sort of <laughs> shit. And it's just like, it's just not like that, you know. Um, whereas, you know, it's just like you're on set and doing it, you know, just like, right. okay, tuck that in, move out, let's go, let's, let's get this on, you know. But he's like, oh no, no, I can't in case, you know, you know, because it's just yeah. I'll be on, you know, hashtag me too on Twitter in, in Latin America. Some somebody could take a picture, and it's like. I get it because yes, you're right. Like, yeah. Technically, he's right. But when we're in the industry, you just you just don't think of it like that. Or I don't think of it like that. You just you just you're there to do it like like to do a job, and and you just want to get it get it done. Um, so I think we need to be mindful of the fact that we are getting a little bit c- complacent, or we shouldn't get complacent with mm-hmm. it. We always, as you say, should be um, thinking out of it from the outside, especially with young young women coming in and modelling and, and and that sort of thing. But yeah, again. The benefit of the UK is a, is a an, a network in its own right, and it's like wildfire if somebody screws up. Yeah, yeah. here for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, who's who's on your team these days? I see your makeup is really stepping up too. Who's, yeah, who but, um, so Jocelyn helps out a lot with makeup. Um, my wife, so nice. she, she does um, a lot of makeup, and uh, we're working with the same model for loads of workshops she's been phenomenal Gabriella Grigo for the workshops she's she's been absolutely outstanding um and then yeah obviously I have my assistant Dan Lassac who's a a good friend of mine and a guy that I used to shoot with or what went to uni with 20 years ago so he had his music career and toured the world and now he's kicking back and helping me out where he can and that sort of stuff but like having a team like a close team for me is vitally important and I tell you a a good example of this is because Dan assisting me on a shoot last week and we were doing it in a small space so we had we had to do a shoot in the salon Mm -hmm. um which is which is okay you just like there's just mirrors everywhere and low ceilings (laughs) and 
ugly walls, bouncing light. And so, you know, you've got to be, you've got to be on, on the ball, as it were. And we had said that, that we're going to deliver this particular look to the client. Fine. And we turn up, but it was proving difficult in the, in the space that we had. And I was taking the pictures and I was, I was just like, and I, sh I showed Dan and he, and he was, um, and he was, you know, he was just like, damn, man. It's just, you know, I think you could do better. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I was like, I mean, I thought it was all right. I mean, you know, we can just, you know, fix it maybe a little bit. Um, and he's like, no, you, you know, you like, you stand up in those workshops and say that you, you know, you get it right in camera. And, uh, and, you know, I think, you know, we can, it was just take a little bit more time to, to you know, to, to, to see if we can make this work somehow. And I was like, it's like was literally one person in the world that, that literally one person in the world that, that would have had the balls to say that to me mm -hmm. and that I would have listened. Right. And thankfully he said that to you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's, it's, it's like having people like that around you that. It happens to a lot of guys. You trust, age. you know, it happens, you know, it happens. You know, <laughs> what the hell is I'm that? About? <laughs> what the hell he's is he just, talking about? He's just zoned out again. <laughs> I zoned out. He's talking welcome, about welcome he's back to the syrup. Yeah. 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 He's thinking about bacon and syrup again. <laughs> you're not? Yeah, yeah. You tell me you're I'm not. I'm not. I'm thinking about Jake. You can't think. Never mind. <laughs> so, yeah, like a, like a really tight, tight team for me is... Um, it's just paramount it is part of the it's it's part of that that image in the end for me and and it, and he was right yeah he was absolutely right and yeah. we tweaked it and it was you know it looked it looked great um and I, you know it's 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 good to have that that reminder or people just just on you rather than just dominating with this iron fist that nobody wants to say anything to you you know have this sort of open open team that people can go let's do a b c and d and um I also think as well that we're again like we're seeing this generation of collaborative teams coming along, mm -hmm. which I find interesting. Where it's where it's like yeah, we're going to get this team of stylist or hairdresser and makeup artist and and photographer, and we're going to we're going to create this. We're going to birth this magical project. And um, I think you need to have a balance. That there needs to be a chef in there, if you like. Like mm -hmm. it needs to add, add, like so. So I'm not a great makeup artist. So I, I am going to trust you to do your job and I expect everybody else to trust me to do my job. I think sometimes yep. it can be a case of young shooters I see taking advice from people who are probably not qualified to, to, to make those, right. those, those assessments. Yeah. Um, so, you know, stay strong for sure. Do what you need to do and, and, and believe in yourself. But, you know, make sure you do have people that you trust that if they do say something that you can, you know, that, that's when you listen. Don't just listen to anybody's input all the time. Right. Yeah, it's you know it's your it's your image at the end of the day. That's uh, like talks as well. Forget that it's, it all comes down talks. to us. Talks. If if the image if if like the makeup shit, it's it's, it's your fault. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if the styling looks terrible, it's your fault. So she's sitting right yeah. behind you. But how is it working with your wife? That's great. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, yeah, she's incredibly supportive <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> she is. She is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, so, no, it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Speaking I mean, of birth, when uh, when's baby Jake coming out? <laughs> no, no, nothing. Oh, yeah. she is shaking no, her head. No way. Her, no. Yeah, yeah. No, no baby way. Jake. Exactly. Yeah. Never or not now. It's gonna be a pug. He's <laughs> 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 used to me. Uh, I, I'm rooting for baby Jake. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be, he'd come out with a full head of hair. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Long curly hair. Yeah. You guys have got kids, haven't you? So, yeah, I mean, you've got. Yeah. Um, we do. And then, I don't, you know, I don't want to get too off topic. This is your podcast, but I'm just curious now, since I've got two guys here who've got children. What, what, what do you, where you think your kids are? How old are you, is yours going? Eight, eight, and nineteen and eleven. Okay, so oh, so eleven year old. I would keep making babies all day long. Okay, but but. But I have a baby you, with you, Gary. But you, you oh. had, you had, I'd, I'd birth your baby. <laughs> okay, I'll just let's get going. I'll, I'll, I'll let myself out. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's your question, Jake? Did your kids grow up through a touchscreen generation, oh, yeah. as it were? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My, like, my do you like to a degree? To a degree, we we definitely limit it. My youngest just got a phone, and most of her friends have had them for two, three years. Okay. Um, and, but she doesn't have access to the internet on her phone. She can text us and she can call a few people and, and that's it. So we're, we put governors on. I just, I just got my daughter a Nintendo Switch. Mm -hmm. Amazing. 
she's playing Zelda now and like crushing it. I'm like, I I cannot I cannot help you at all. <laughs> I don't know what is going on. Your this work here really, is done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's crushing it. He's raised her. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> he can move on. Yeah. But like when we were kids, I think we didn't have any of these features. And I think that when we got bored, we would get creative with finding things to engage it, like whatever it was, build a tree house or invent games right. out of nothing. And just it could be just crap around the house, making stuff with cardboard and... Like, and I'm uh, and like I said, I don't have children, so I don't want to you know speak out out of turn. But I'm just seeing children now who aren't getting that level of creativity because they're just not getting bored anymore. Yeah. You know, children aren't bored in this in this current current generation because there's always like a screen or an iPad or a yeah. game or something like that that they can always have access to. Not, not mine. My my youngest is super super creative, mm. but she okay. can, she cannot have any TV during the week. It just doesn't happen. Um, so so that's how you've yeah, yeah only you on the weekends uh, yeah, yeah, um yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, yeah. we definitely put limits on things and she's big into swimming but she that could, she's so crafty she'll make anything that's it's good just, it's that's amazing good, yeah. what she does yeah. I, I, I just wonder if that's going to affect i'm just you know speaking uh not existentially here but you know how does that you know how does that affect long term you know children coming in, coming through in terms of creativity are so you are you afraid of having kids because they're going to be touchscreen babies and, and christ like, no i'm busy enough no i'm, I'm <laughs> trying to trying to keep myself you know, creative yeah yeah no but <laughs> i mean babies. you know some it's, um, it's certainly certainly something that that could be i'd love to see a baby jake yeah or baby jocelyn Baby Jocelyn. Be Jocelyn is shaking her head. No, no. Nope. <laughs> we just put some. We just put some newspaper down and uh, yeah. be fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> the reason. Yeah, no yeah. babies. <laughs> and on that note, is that it. I think we should wrap it up. Oh, man, I could. We, I could talk to Jake. Forever. I know we could. Jake, where do people go to sign up for your workshops, and how often do you do them? Uh, I, I'm doing them all over Europe at, at, at the moment. So cool. by all means, head over to my website, jakehicksphotography.com, uh, and they'll be on there. Uh, but I'm seeing you guys soon, aren't I? You yeah. are. Should we do another tutorial? We could do. We could. Yeah, we could do. We could. Do you want to talk should. about it now? I mean, it's like if you, if you it's like. on the calendar. Yeah. I'd, I mean, I'd love to talk about it now. Let's yes. talk about you, it. I, Drop it. I think Gary's trying to get me out of the room. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> I would. We just we we're stacked. By the day. time this airs, it, the, the, we'll have already filmed the tutorial. Yeah. Probably. Oh, really? Okay. No. And Rob and I will have our baby. What's the gestation period for our baby? Thirteen it, months. Ooh, that's a long time. That baby's got to bake. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's yeah. past due. He can't have a baby anymore. Look at him. <laughs> he's going to come out with a beard and leather jacket, you think? Maybe. That'd leather be jacket awesome. for sure. All right, back to, yes. We're doing another one with Jake. Doing it twice. Let's, let's announce it. We're twice doing another tutorial decade. with Jake. And Jake, how is it going to be different? Uh, well, this is going to be purely on studio long exposure work so it's probably one of the after we did our gels one together is probably what you know the message that i get get the most is when you when are you guys going to do some long exposure work you know in terms of a video and uh yeah i'm really excited about this i've spent well, i spent the last two or three months researching it and shooting and putting putting together i'm super proud of what i've put together i can't can't wait to um get over there and, and, and film it but it's going to be in my opinion, the deepest dive that is out there on long exposure studio work covering. Yeah, I'm excited about it too. Just of. reading the brief that you put together and, and going through all the curriculum notes, it, there's so much incredible information. You have clearly spent time um, really researching and testing and, and figuring all this out. And um, I think people are, are going to learn a lot because there's a lot of connectivity to the kind of the history of, of photography and the uses of lenses and, and, and time exposure is it's a, it's pretty fascinating it's gonna be good and again it's uh, you know it's, it's gonna be one of those topics that is timeless really because it's using right. it's using ideas and principles that have been around forever but you know people have gone away from it a little bit because of filters and bits and pieces like that and i think yeah. it'll be good to good to do this for people who want to just create something amazing in camera you know as it as it happens, and it, like it's always, it's always the same when I do long exposure workshops. It's the one workshop where you get the, <gasps> you know, because long exposure doesn't exist. Like that image does not exist in front of you. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. that's that's why uh, I think it's so amazing for people. Is because we're used to just capturing what we see in front of us, looking at the screen, boom. But the long exposure studio work doesn't exist anywhere apart from like on on the camera. Like you you literally create it, and that's why you get that. It's just that it's just a massive sense of excitement when, when you're doing it because it's it's totally unique. You know, it's awesome. It's cool. Well, goddamn it, Jake Hicks, we love you. 
This is just, a family show, Rob. Just love him. Jesus. Love him. I do. All right. I, I think you should read kids' books. We, we should do that. Yeah, let's do it. I would go to sleep. Or just any audio. That's not the best testament. (laughs) I would would listen to you for hours. Hours. You should read the Bible. Wow. Wow. I'd finally went there. Yeah. Racism, religion. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Blew it. Blew the whole podcast in one one episode. Now we won't. We don't edit. There are other religious texts. Like what? (laughs) Let's not do it. Let's not do this. I'm just saying I like your voice. Good, yeah, good. Yeah. I like it as well. Not, I mean, I haven't heard it. Like I said, I haven't watched our video yet, but I've, I'm told that I sound good on it. You so, haven't yeah. watched it at all? No. Why? Why, why would I? <laughs> no. I was there. No. No. I, I shot it. <laughs> Do you want to see how you sound and see how you act and see how you look? No. No. No, no, no. No, yeah, no it hasn't. Yeah, it's just, it never even crossed my mind, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Why? Do, 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 do instructors normally watch them? I, I, don't, I think most of them don't. I think uh, a lot of them it's don't. Hard to it's, hear. It's, it's, it's a hard tough to thing to, to do. Yourself. I think it's a great thing to do because you actually learn a lot. So the next time you go back in front of the cameras, you um, you have just information based on hint, what hint. you've yeah. seen yourself do. Um, but take. it's a very difficult thing to watch and listen to your own. One take, Jake. Yeah, he crushed Nailed it. Nailed it every time. Yeah, let's, let's hope we can maintain that. Yeah. Lord, let's yeah. hope that. Yeah. Yeah. To download this podcast and the entire season seven, go to rggedupodcast.com. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesday where Jake drops techniques on his on his website, jakehicksphotography.com. That's it. That's it. Beautiful. That's Thanks, it. guys. Safe journey home. Oh, right. Rob, that wait, was... Wait, are we getting out of here now? Yeah, no. Are you ready to go? Yeah, let's get... It's exit. happy hour. Yeah. And you've been drinking already, so... I love drinking. Day you, drinking? You, night drinking? I loved it. You it's love great. it. Yeah. It's great. Where, where do you like to drink the most? Uh, the hot tub, usually. The hot tub. Yeah, don't what do you? you? What's your favorite drink in the hot tub, Rob? It depends. Um, that depends. If it's a cold night, it's definitely going to be a whiskey. If it's a, if it's a after hot yoga, it's got to be a cold beer. Because actually, if you go to a hot yoga class and then get in a jacuzzi that's all warm and have a cold beer, oh my God, are you relaxed? You're like a wise little Buddha covered in pepper jack cheese. Egg. Pepper jack. It's the best cheese. You think so? I mean, I was with you to the wild little Buddha part and then covered in pepper jack. I think that there's a better cheese. You take two things and mix them together, they become better I would things. go something like Cotswold. I think it'd be I've better. I've never even heard of that. You just made up that cheese. I did not. You just made it's up English. that. All right. All right, Rob, we're supposed to be doing a commercial right now. Oh, ro- oh. This is, this is right. the outro. All, All right. right. So subscriptions, that's new. Yeah, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Why yeah. not? Do it. Do it. Sign up. Access to everything. The more you know, the, the better you're going to be. The more you know, the more you know. Go to ProEDU.com. We, we're streaming now. Cool. <laughs> this was a fast exit. This is a good exit. I like I it. I like it, too. ProEDU is now unlimited. Get access to every single tutorial. Sign up at ProEDU.com today. By ear, I'll take comfort in that. This podcast is officially over. See you next time. Never.